0: Hi girls, I am currently in Toronto. I am walking through Trillium Park. The ice is melting, which is good news. The bad news is I'm wearing my rubber boots. Um, but today I want to talk about how you're defining success in this journey of, you know, getting on top of your body, composition, training hard, like freaking badass, and just nailing nutrition. And then part two of this is actually going to be like the barriers. like. The mental, emotional barriers that might be stopping you from changing some of those those habits that are no longer serving you anymore and how you can break free from that. I think the key thing is when you know how to break free from it, that's, that's the first step. You can't just automatically break free from these beliefs if you don't know what's holding you back. And a lot of the time, what's holding us back is our past experiences and we are subconsciously or unconsciously, like even if you try so hard to practice mindfulness every single day, unconsciously there is a part of us that is constantly projecting our past experiences into the future. Um, But the first part of this podcast episode is going to be how you're defining success. I think a big lesson that I want all of you girls to know, and I usually mention this when you first come on board, is that defining success in this coaching experience going to be different probably than any other program you've ever joined before usually people define success by a scale weight number or you lost x amount of weight congratulations um i had someone message me on instagram i think he was flirting honestly i'm not really sure uh looking back at the messages probably yes at the time i thought he was just asking questions (laughs) but he said he was making a joke and he said oh the best way for me to lose weight is to just not eat, Um, and I lost 10 pounds that way. And in my head, I'm like, okay. (laughs) Um, And I said, what I wrote back was like, oh, well, I'm pretty sure that 60% of that loss would probably be muscle. Um, And he was like, oh, what do you mean? And I sent him one of my Instagram videos. I said, watch this. So he was defining success to him. The positive feedback was, well, I lost 10 pounds just by not eating, wow that is going to get me success like anytime i need to lose weight i'm going to do that and maybe some of you girls have defined success that way Um, i know previously i have eat less and you'll achieve more do do more like eat eat less and work out more and do more running and i'm gonna achieve the physique that i have always dreamed of um that never worked out long term for me i know that never worked out long term for a lot of you girls and so that's why you're here and that's why I'm here. I honestly, I feel like my life message is to share this knowledge and and to help people and at least it feels the same way. Like we always talk about how like we're so lucky that we do have a group of women like you to share all of this stuff with. So I want you to really think about today how you're defining success and what that actually means for you. Are you defining it by looking at the scale number and, and seeing it go down and that's how you're determining your Your happiness for the day. Um, I know I've been there before if I saw a scale weight number even though I've been on my process If I saw a scale weight number that was in the upwards directions or an upward fluctuation, I'd be like well This day is shit now because I'm not on track when we know that that's the that's not the reality of it I could I wish that I could show all of you girls all of your data now I would never do that because there's confidential issues there If you looked at every single one of our client and myself's data and Elisa's data, you would see that scale weight fluctuations in the upwards directions are very, 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 very normal. So we cannot define success that way. How we look at scale weight fluctuations is we look at it over the span of the month. If we are aiming, and there's so many different variables on how we're determining success. So I don't even wanna get into the details of the science behind the scale weight fluctuations because there's lots of lectures on that anyways. I wanna talk about how you're defining success emotionally and mentally within yourself. How is that, what does that look like for you? For me, what that looks like is sticking to my process. If I am 100% sticking to my process, even 90% sticking to my process, because hey, sometimes we're not perfect and that's okay. If I am 90, 95% sticking to my process, that is what has me feeling successful. That's how I build confidence to get to where I wanna be. Um, to look at my physique and say, damn, you know, this is from consistent hard work. And that's how you build confidence. You don't build confidence by being in a state of lesser. You build confidence by being in a state of abundance. You trust the process. And I don't just mean the process that Alisa and I share with you. I mean the process of like life. And enjoying the process and understanding that like there's going to be high highs there's going to be low lows and all those things in between like that's just what life is and we, we, you know we get to a state of where we think oh things are good and then something happens and it's all about how we cope with that how we're defining success so I want you to think about how you're defining your success I think what happens a lot of the time is I get clients and they get this level of leanness and they're like, Oh my goodness, I feel freaking amazing. Um, I want to keep going. I want to keep getting leaner. And there's more to life than just reducing your body fat continuously, 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 um, to a certain level of maybe comp prep. Um, and I, and I know I share with all of you girls and Alisa too, we will tell you if you kind of are getting to that place where we are like, Hey, you know, we're, we're reaching an unhealthy amount of body fat percentage. Um, so we we cannot determine success based on how lean we are. You girls set the goal and Elisa and I come up with a plan that is going to efficiently, enjoyably and in a healthy, sustainable way, get you to exactly where you want to be. So remember that defining success isn't necessarily only about achieving said goal. Because there's always going to be another goal next. It's about loving the process, falling in love with the process of like becoming a better version of yourself um, and not defining your self-worth based on your productivity, based on like, I always say like being hot is a fucking mindset, guys. Like you are all so goddamn hot. It's a mindset. You need to believe that you are hot shit and you will be. Like that's the confidence that people see and they go, damn, that girl is on some hot girl shit. Like that—that that is what it truly is. And so that's how we're gonna define success here moving forward. We're, we're not gonna define success based on a scale weight number. We're not gonna define success based on anything else except for how we stick to the process not just again your nutrition and your training process but like the process of life the process of getting a raise the process of doing the things at work the process of like sometimes feeling like you just have to grind a little bit um that you know after i finish a long day and i was really productive yes i feel good but does that determine my self-worth no doesn't determine my self worth. I am worthy no matter how productive I am. I am a human, like I am whole, like everything about me is already whole. And I want you girls to embody that feeling. I want you girls to believe that. Now, sometimes it's hard for us to determine success when we have past experiences that are projecting into the future. Now, there's a, safe, there's a reason our brain does this. It's for a safety reason. So for example, if I go across the street and I don't look both ways, I might get hit by a car. And I probably learned that through past experiences being like, oh, when you cross the street, you should look both ways. And when there is a large box with wheels, with a motor coming your way, you should probably not cross the street, right? Like, thank goodness our brains have this like association to learn from past experiences. Or here's another example of, I know um, one of my best friend's brothers, he, He got sick off of some certain seafood i forget if it was like shrimp or oysters or something like he liked them but he fell ill now every time there's oysters around him or shrimp i can't remember what it was anytime there is that around him he feels nauseous that is how powerful this past experience like past lived experience is he liked oysters and shrimp before but that experience was so traumatic for him that he's like i can't even look at that stuff anymore and so that right there is proof another example elephants and circuses they are pretty used to like being around fire they are pretty used to being around like those dangerous things and that's why sometimes this is really sad but this is why sometimes elephants actually can die in fires because they're not they don't see it as a fear thing they're like oh i'm around this stuff all the time if they were in a circus so it's again the past experience is being projected onto that and what i want all of you girls to remember is that your past experiences actually have nothing to do with who you want to be and who you can be in the future it's like a glass ceiling we need to change the story and how we do that is by being mindful and thinking about what we need to do to get exactly where we want to be and again defining success in a different way stop defining success in an old way in an old fat loss program you did or an old way that you used to try to lose weight because that is not going to serve you in this program what's going to serve you is falling in love with the process trying to consciously bring up what those past experiences are that are stopping you from doing a habit that isn't serving you and really thinking about it like mindfully and being like, okay, what past experiences have led me to to be this way? Like, why can, I'll give you an example. Um, Why can I not just wake up when my alarm goes off? Why do I have to snooze? Why do I, this is not me, I'm just using an example. Sometimes it's me, I will admit, sometimes it's me, but I'm not, not, that's not really um, a habit that I fall into. I'm pretty fired up for the morning time. Why, why is that? Why can I not just like get up when my first alarm goes off? Well, it's because unconsciously, you don't think that you can because there's something in your past experiences that's like, okay, like you don't do that. That's not you as a person. And that's never gonna be you. Change the freaking story, girls. Like this is how you grow. This is how you become a better version of yourself. You're not comparing yourself to anyone else. You are literally comparing yourself to you and no one else. it's wrapping up at 10 minutes here I usually promise you girls a little short short and sweet podcast episodes um I really hope that this was helpful I really want to leave this on the last note of maybe giving you some some feedback on if you are feeling really overwhelmed and if you are feeling like you know February can be a difficult month for some people it's Research is saying that February might be like the saddest month for people. I don't want to put, again, that that lived experience in your head. But, you know, if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, it's cold. It's snowy. And so it can make us feel really overwhelming. And this is how you win the day, okay? I'll I'll, I'll give you four steps to winning the day. Step one, you need to minimize your must-dos for the week. Literally brain dump your to-do list for this week and score off anything that's not absolutely vital and that must get done this week, okay? Minimize your to-do list. Do the essentials, what's important, what's not important. And really think about what's important for your happiness, right? Maybe those little tiny things that you have on your to-do list, maybe those are the things that are bogging you down and making you feel clouded and making you feel like, oh, there's just so much to do and I can't do this. Here I go again, feeling overwhelmed and feeling like I can't complete all the things I need to do. You know maybe you don't need to get back to everyone right away right you treat your treat your text messages like emails um don't catch up with people if you don't want to you can say no you can say you know what i'm gonna use this time for rest you don't even have to say that you can say Oh, i'm not available but in a couple weeks my schedule is actually free um alisa and i talk about this all the time you know um Friends, old friends, or old patients, they, they reach out to us on Instagram with, with lots of details about, oh, like what should I be doing here? What should I be eating? And it's like, you know, it's not a good platform for us to be giving any kind of nutrition medical. It's illegal to give medical advice on Instagram. Um, but you know, you, it's, that is, that's crossing a boundary, um, to do that. So it's really important that you create boundaries for yourself when it comes to other people that are sucking energy from you and really taking away from what you truly, truly want. Cause you're all here because you truly want to be here. Um, and that's what we love so much about all of you girls. Like it, it's, a. It's a, it's a luxury being here and having coaching and um, we wanna serve you as best as we can. The step two is I would say just focus on the 24 hours ahead of you at a time. Try and make that 24 hour period the least stressful that you possibly can maybe going for walks and not thinking about personal development or, you know, not listening to podcasts that are going to necessarily always benefit your learning experience. Like maybe listening to podcasts that are fiction, maybe listening to podcasts that are funny Um, or just listening to feel good music. Like you don't always have to feel like you're being productive when you are doing enjoyable things like going for a walk. Step three is I almost want to say meditation. But I am also not the person to um, always gravitate towards meditation unless I really feel like it. There's definitely a time and place. Um, Elisa is definitely more of that person who does gravitate towards meditation um, and she, she utilizes that a lot more than I do. But I, I like to practice like simple mindfulness looking at things in detail, going on all walks. So all walks are when you like, you know, you don't have your phone out, you're not listening to music and you're just looking around. That's what I'm doing right now actually in Trillium Park as I'm telling you about this, looking around and I'm enjoying like the trees and the beauty that winter still has. Like it is really beautiful if you just change your perspective. Um, Like listen to the sounds, listen to what you're hearing. Ultimately like the goal here is just to like slow down, focus on your awareness. It doesn't need to be a 10 minute meditation. It just needs to be you experiencing life in the moment, not worrying about the past and not worrying about the future. (sighs) Lastly, look ahead to tonight and switch your phone off as early as possible. After work, put some calming music on or alpha waves. I like alpha waves. Um, Or put like your favorite movie. I like Pitch Perfect. One of my favorite movies. I will never get sick of that movie. Something that I will always want to watch (laughs) over and over again. I'm sure my future partner will not enjoy that about me, but he will have to suffer through that. (laughs) You know, light a candle and, you know, have a hot shower or have a hot bath. And if you need to clean up your personal space, take the five minutes to do that. Take out the garbage. Do that stuff so that your space is clear, so that your brain can be clear. Focus on the 24 hours ahead of you. And balance the energy output that you are putting out every single day with work, with you know whether you start see lots of people. Um, you know, there's we all have things that we need to do every day. That's going to put energy out, and we need to make sure that we're balancing it with the energy in. And then we have a clear mind to make sure that we are prioritizing what we need to do. We're feeling aligned. We know exactly what we're getting after. We're focused. We have clarity. And if you guys have any questions about, about this, let us know, because we would love to help you foster some of these habits that are going to create a space that failure is just not an option. We love you girls so much, and we will talk to you all very soon. Bye.